Y'all know what it is. It is the full disclosure show. I am Derek Lamont Williams the first. My man Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house. What's good? What's good, y'all? How you feeling? Hey man, it's Sagittarius season. Happy birthday to all my Sagittarius out there. Brittany, what's going on? Uncle Barney, rest in peace. My man Little, happy birthday to my dude Little. You know what I'm saying? My brother Mark Ziegler, happy birthday. Deidre Gonzalez. Tracy Gonzalez and all the other Gonzalez's. <laughs> and last but not least, a very special happy birthday to the co-host, Big, uh, uh, Rich Green, Bobby Rich Green. Happy birthday, y'all. Wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. And as you can see, we have a very, very, very special guest in the building. From the epic radio show, comedian from the Bronx, New York, medium, not big, not little, medium, Marcus. Marcus, yeah, what's going on? Marcus in the yeah, building, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate it. Thanks for, thank you, man. Thanks for, thanks for joining the show, man, and uh, we appreciate you coming down again. Epic radio station, y'all, check him out. Very, very good show. Very funny guy, man. And uh, thank you, thank you. without further ado, we just gonna go ahead and get into this thing. Just yeah, uh, do it too. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Howard Jar? What's up? Yeah, yeah. Y'all tap in, get questions or card. Please like and share. And uh, we, like I said, uh, Mr. Media Marcus, just uh, talk, how long you been doing comedy? Comedy about two stand years. up, actually. Two with that. About two years. Okay. Okay. Well, the third year, I don't count. I don't count the first year. <laughs> <laughs> the first year, I went up twice. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I went up there and I killed it after I had about seven Long Islands. And then the second time I went up there and I was sober and I bombed. So that was it. That was so, the so, so no more. So, <laughs> yeah. Two to three Long Try to level it out, you know, keep it in control so Marcus the Tank don't come out. You know, <laughs> Frank have, the Tank. Yeah, yeah. Once I have too many long hours, that's that's when uh, I don't even remember. Be running down, down the street, street butt naked. Let's go, streaking. Sean, I gotta put the leash on. No, uh, you talented brother, man. I, if y'all ain't seen the Epic Radio Show, you ain't seen this man live. I'm telling you, it's it's, it's definitely a treat. So, uh, so let me let, let me ask this because I always I'm always curious. Like, so what was it that inkling that even brought you to do it? Like. Where, where, where did that come from? Um, I always did like Arnold Schwarzenegger with my friends. Mm-hmm. Did all that, all that, and my friends were always telling me, you know, you're funny, just get, you know, you're silly, you do those impressions, just try it, see what happens. And I did it, and, and people, I constructed jokes and took my time. And before I got up on stage and I went up there, my jokes bombed, and my impressions did better than my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> When I just talked and did an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger, I just went up there and said a couple of things, you know, and people cracked up at it and had a simple sentence, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, excuse my American. Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to curse on him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that all the re- that's always the reaction when you get Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you 
Yeah. It's all in how you use it. You know what I mean? That F word. You can't be that used F word is powerful, it. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a strong thing. If you use it in the right places, you know? Kind of like seasoning. Yeah. It's, it's like seasoning, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't put too much on it. You can't put too much on there. Just enough. salty. What did you learn you could do uh, the pressures? Is this something you were doing? Well, growing yeah. up in the Bronx, bro, honestly, I'm like a Puerto Rican cable guy. I grew up just watching movies, and then as I watched it in my room, I lived COVID my whole life, so it's not like, you know, this is new to me. <laughs> I've always been locked up in the room. Living, living in the Bronx, my mom locked us up because she knew that the hazards of being out in the street and, and where we lived in the Bronx was not a pleasant place to grow up, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I was going deep. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, we was talking. We was talking a little bit before the show, man. Tell us a little bit about the Bronx, and that, you know what I mean. That your upbringing there. The Bronx was something else because it's like uh, South Bronx. The Bronx. South South Bronx. I grew up on Burnside and University on Martin Luther King, right down right down the street from Martin Luther King Boulevard, and um, my New York accent left. Obviously, I sound like a white boy now, but. <laughs> I used to have that New York accent where it was really thick, you know what I mean? Every word other word was fucked, you know what I mean? Like this or that. You know, and you call women bitches and stuff like that. And when I came to Ohio, I learned that you couldn't call women bitches, you know? So I had to myself. <laughs> wow, this is something you had to learn? I had to learn. Yeah, I can't call friend, you hoes, bitch. I was like, I was in Cleveland, I was like, what's up, bitch? Yeah. And she was like, fuck you. And yeah. I was like, what do I do? And my friends are like, you can't call girls bitches over here, man. I'm like, oh. I'm sorry, bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, so I was I was bad when I came from New York. I was real bad, and, you know. But I I I, I changed. You know, I had to change because the Bronx was something else. Because you, going back to that, I mean, growing up in the Bronx, it was like every hood, every section, every section was a different nationality. Like you had your Puerto Rican section, you had your Jamaican section, you had you know the Chinese Asian sections, and you walk through every hood. And, and it's not safe through every hood. I mean, it's pretty much like living in a movie. And it's dodging bullets and dodging death on a daily basis. That's basically what it was. It's crazy. Every day. So going to school wasn't pleasant. I got my ass beat every day. <laughs> Why? Every day. Because everywhere you go, there's somebody that's bigger than you and meaner. So, so you, had to, you had to learn to scrap them up. You, you know no how choice. it is. You had no choice but to learn how to fight or you know or stand up or or even just look tough because if you even looked any kind of weak you ain't nothing and I was tiny in New York and when I came to Cleveland that's when I shot up to six foot and I started lifting and I got real big and then that's when I was able to when I came to Cleveland that's when I I was always bullied in New York so when I came to Cleveland I always told myself I'm gonna get fucking big and I'm gonna pick on all the motherfuckers that pick on little kids all the kids that get bullied I'm gonna pick on you the bully's bully I'm the bully's bully so anytime, every high school I went to, when I came here from New York, I went to, uh, I, like, when we went to Cleveland, my, my dad stayed behind to get to gather some more money, and my mom came with my brother and my little sister, and, uh, you know, we moved to Cleveland, I went to Lincoln West for one year. Lincoln West. Lincoln West. And, uh. It's a lot of Hispanic people in Lincoln West. It was, or? it was like New York. It was yeah. like every race was in there, in yeah. Lincoln West. It was awesome. So I was yeah. like, and I walked in, and right at the, at the time, Rice and Beans was, the shit, the gang, rice and beans mm. was huge. Puerto yeah. Rican gang. And their colors were red and black. And I had a triple fat goose red and black jacket that I walked in on the first day. And people looked at me like, who the f is this dude? <laughs> shipping gangbangers there from New York. But nobody messed with me that whole year. It was dope. Then the next year, my dad came from New York. 
and we moved to Bedford, and I went to Bedford High for a year, and that was like 98% black, and I was the only Puerto Rican in the school. So that year, the first quarter of the year, it was real tough for me, but I knew this Puerto Rican dude that was real cool in one of his class, one of my classes that I had him with in the third period real early. So when I went to lunch every day, I used to hang out, and I didn't know nobody, so I used to hang out with these dirty kids, you know what I mean? No offense to nerds, they're probably rich now. <laughs> I used to hang out with them, and then this Puerto Rican kid I was talking about third period, and, and about a month goes by in school, and the Puerto Rican dude walks in at lunch, and he's like, what the fuck you sitting with these nerds, bro? Let's go sit up front, bro. And we got to the front, and it was the crypt table, bro. <laughs> the whole table was crypt. They all had blue suits, and they all embraced me because of that dude. Every day they paid for my lunch. Every day we laughed and, and cracked up. Anybody outside of that circle, they were dog them. They were mean to everybody else. But anybody in that circle, dude, that crypt, they were crips. I mean, they were they were they were hardcore. Wearing jail suits, the full jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. Full blue jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. And they all carried a piece. Like and that I was I was so lucky. And then my then after that, my dad got another job in Seven Hills. And uh, I went to Normandy High. And that was 98% white. Yeah, oh, man. I already know yeah. when you said Normandy. Normandy, man. You get culture sacks all over the yep. place. Still the only Puerto Rican in the school. So, you know. Now I know why you do impressions <laughs> and comedy and stuff. Yeah. You had to fit in quick, dude. I had to. Everywhere I went, in my, pretty much my whole life, and then going straight into maintenance, I pretty much, I got to, you know, become everybody's friend as soon as I meet them. That's what I've adapted to. That's my whole life now. As soon as I meet anybody, I don't care what nationality or it don't matter who you are. You're my friend and my family until you turn it. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 you, 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 you out that circle. You gave us that love, Lisa. Was it like that in Canton? When Canton, Canton's kind of a diverse place. Canton is a uh, mainly white. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's more. Yeah, and it's not like a lot of love. It's not like a lot of support. You got a lot I of know, stuff that happened yeah, to him. Most of the things that no. <laughs> <laughs> most of the things that most of the time I have support in the projects that I do. They don't. It don't come from Canton. I'm not gonna sit here and say nobody in Canton, but for the most part, it'd be outside of Canton. And when I do get support, I, I feel like it'd be mostly. I hate to say it, but it don't. It don't be from the African American society. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna sit here and just say there's never no. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. It's not. Hey, what's up, Patricia Berry? I'll see you, baby. Thank Saying you. happy birthday, bro. Hey, I remember, man. I re- I remember reflecting, like when I when I uh my second year in ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you did not I was, hear him wrong. <laughs> first year was a bust. Second year in ninth grade, I was. He needed I, practice. I was in this. I was in this. Um, just like this dangerous minds group with you know what I mean and you know trying to rehab or whatever so it was called project success so you had you know it was some Puerto Ricans it was it was like split like I went to a Dominique Glenville with Dominique Black you might have had 10% Puerto Rican and one and maybe 0.1 white people there right so you know we would have it but in there it was kind of split so you had Puerto Rican and I remember I had a Jewish teacher, Mr. Charney, shout out to him, one of the greatest teachers I had. And he used to bring people in to talk to us. And he brought this one lady, and I'll never forget, he brought a Puerto Rican lady, and I can't never remember her name. But she detailed the history 
of Puerto Rico and how Puerto Rico was established being the slaves where the slaves stopped there yeah, and, bro. and how she broke and What's broke she Puerto broke Rican down yeah she yeah. broke down that Puerto Ricans come you know come from Africa yeah and you should have seen all of us because we, we we not heard no shit like that mm-hmm. especially the Puerto Rican people that was there yeah. they were looking like I mean so were we because I at that point I didn't know none of that you know yeah. what I mean and you just saw and she she brought in the slides uh, she she had a, the whole presentation. You know what I mean? You couldn't argue with nothing she was saying. She had facts. Mm-hmm. So man, and and that day, you know, what I'm saying? It, it was it was really eye opening because you know we really all come from the same place. It used so to that, be bad when Puerto Rico Puerto Rico back in the day in New York. That's where a lot of them migrated to. They um, the the flag the flag the Puerto Rican flag was banned, and if you had it and they found it, you would get jailed. It was banned where? In America. Really? Mm-hmm. Man, look it up. Really? It was banned. It's like in Ken, there, there's no, there's uh, only a handful of Puerto Ricans, and they're all related. And wow. there's there's mostly Mexicans in Canton, and they all live in the same area. And if they, most of them live in the same house, but they, if they don't live in the same house, they all took the whole complex. Wow. And then the Puerto Ricans, and you don't even know the Puerto Rican until they start talking or until they tell you the Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. You understand? Know so. Yeah. Puerto Ricans look different than Mexicans. Yeah. Mexicans don't like Puerto Ricans. They don't. Why, well, what's up with that? Is that a caste system type thing? Or? Because, my friend, we don't need a green card. <laughs> <laughs> Puerto, Puerto Rican is a commonwealth. It's a commonwealth. We're just chilling. Now, I know there's more Puerto Ricans in New York than it is in Puerto Rico. Statistically speaking, but they might as well call it Little Puerto Rico. Yeah, Little Puerto Rico, but America still has not made Puerto Rico a state. Right. So what I, from what I understand, mm-hmm. when they import stuff, they, it doesn't go directly to Puerto Rico. It has to go up to Florida first. Then y'all have to pay an extra port charge because of Florida. Yep. So it gives kind of like hyperinflation by the time it gets back down to Puerto Rico. So everything's they got some kind of agreement inflated. with the military and all that shit too. So yeah. the military does all kinds of things in Puerto Rico. But I mean, but it's crazy. Puerto Rico should just be our fifty-first state. It should. I mean, how would you feel about that? Are, are you for it? Um, I don't know. I like being where we are. It's a weird place to be, but we have our freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not part of America, but we are. Yeah. We're all island. Uh, Can so. I just say this though? Mm, maybe it seems insensitive, and you know that I am. Uh, but can we get some more all-inclusives in Puerto Rico? All-inclusive. Yeah, man. What do you mean? When, can I get the hotel with the food and everything else? Right. Why everything got to be separate? I make a phone call for you. For you. <laughs> Just for I me. Call my people. Hey, what's <laughs> up, Sheila? Thank you, baby. <laughs> I say, listen, Rich, please yeah. come <laughs> to the house. Did you let him go for free? So, last week, man, I just I want to apologize a person because I make it a thing. Like, I try not to be too offensive but you know I, oh, I, I like I, I like skirting the line I thought you were going to start saying speak shit like, no man come on man I'm not racist <laughs> you racist <laughs> bastard no I'm, I'm racist within my own people no but I was talking about uh, <laughs> you know you know Puerto Rico is known for slashing that's a that's a big pun line right yeah, yeah. so I, I said that I was like that's not racist you say it kind of I, I do carry a knife every day see <laughs> It just goes with what <laughs> I thought he was coming over to shave. What, what, was, what was this? <laughs> right, right. So, gotta be ready. but getting back to comedy, though, so you said two years officially. Yeah. You know, because two times, you, you really can't count that. That was just you EQing, saying it. So, now it's evident that you have a talent. You know, I see you, you perform. Uh, I think you know you're definitely one of my favorite hosts when you go up. You know, 
I like I like watching you. I like watching Derek Holtz. You know, there's certain people you just like I vibe with. Do you think that you know with you doing an epic radio show, y'all make sure y'all check that out. Um, like, where where do you want to go with it? Are you you want to do the clubs or? Eventually, are you trying to get your own show, or do, do you want to be on network Dude, television? I'm trying to get it like on Saturday Night Live. I'm trying to like create a Mad TV type aspect, you know, something that's different and new. Say that. Can y'all hear? Can y'all hear my man? Because he got that sultry, sexy voice. He trying to come in here and spoon all the ladies, <laughs> take all my girls from me, you know. But sometimes I can switch it. You know, to a Spanish guy or you know. Even a gay guy, you know, I could switch it from any gear. If you want to go from one left to the right. And, 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 and this is a question I like to ask comedians too when they come on here, um, which is you're the second one, other than. But uh, like with everybody, you know, with the with the with the. Um, Pulse of the world where everybody's being so sensitive and everybody, you know, the cancel culture and all that where you can say what you can't say. Like, how do, how do you feel that that tamper, like, things you might want to deal with or, like, you know what I mean? People, like, you say the wrong thing and they ready to... It's hard, man. What's up, Freddie Bryant? What's up, Freddie? That's my dude right there. He's um, a good dude. All love. It's hard. Freddie B. It's hard going up on stage, especially when you're used to saying certain words and you can't say them because you don't want to offend certain people, you know? It's hard. Yeah. Like, even I... It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a topic that I did want to touch, especially here, that... I feel like even the words black and white is a racist term to me. I don't even like saying that because that's, you're basing something on color. Like people, people don't call me khaki. You know, you call, <laughs> if you call a Chinese dude yellow or, you know, American Indian person red, that's a racist term. So why should you call somebody black or white? Call your ass beige. beige I'm beige, khaki. You know what I mean? Go to Puerto Rican. It's that khaki guy right there. I'd be like, excuse me? Yes, I stole it, but why you call me khaki? I'll just say niggas and crackers and see what happens. <laughs> Let the chips fall. Away. <laughs> you better start speaking some Spanish before the, the feet start coming to you. <laughs> no, I man. don't know. I don't speak English very good. No, I like man. You know what, man? I, I actually enjoy being offensive on stage to a degree. It's rough, because you don't know what happened. That's why I didn't. I, I hesitated to step out. That was part of the reason why I hesitated to step out against comedy because. I'm a little bit of a foul mouth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but you're natural. You're natural on stage. Jesus. I, I, so, what, when people, when I got to cussing and I said what I said, I'm like, okay, nobody. Well, shit balls, <laughs> fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what's up. When, when the crowd is quiet, you just keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Don't stop. It's hard. Even I stop, you know what I mean, and say, what's wrong with y'all? You yeah. sleeping out there? Wasn't it? And then they laugh on there. They laugh at it or they won't. So I'm at that I don't give a shit stage where I just go up there and say whatever I want. Well, I, you know, I used the Dave Chappelle. You know, I watched the Dave Chappelle interview, and he was telling about advice that was given to him. And he, he says, uh, you know, you don't always have to be funny, but you always have to be interesting. Right. You know what I mean? So, so I try to, you know, I, I take nuggets. I listen. You know what I'm saying? I, so I definitely, especially with Dave Spell, say so I keep that in mind. Like so, sometimes the quiet is a thing because they're listening. To listen, mm-hmm. like, yeah. You know what I mean? And you you and you got them engaged. Happen. And when they're engaged, you know, you may. It, it's times where man, I would feel like, oh man, I didn't do that good because you didn't hear the laugh. Right. But then you would come off stage and people's like, oh man, when that you said, yeah, yeah. My favorite is the thugs. Let me tell y'all, you on stage and you perform, right? Thugs be like this. 
<laughs> then you get off stage, they pull you. Yeah, Dude, yeah. you funny, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really? Yeah, that's, and, and I focus. Funny, man. What's funny is I focus on that guy. And as soon as they hear my Arnold, they crack. Every single mm-hmm. one. As soon as they hear my Arnold, I'm like, I do my dad joke at, at the Chicoya. Yeah, shout out to Jackie Promoters, man. Freddie B. Latrice Ashley. You tapped into the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Baba Rich Green, Dick Dastardly, and the little lady in the house, Miss Lisa Lisa. Special guest, my man, Media Marcus, in the building. You know what I'm saying? Before we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is your top five comedian wise? They don't have to be in any particular order because I think that's that's unfair to ask people to say number one. And that's just your top five. Who your top five comedian? Um, Raul Julia is my ultimate number one. Raul Julia. Yeah, he died, and that was yeah. like tragic for me when I was a teenager. I looked up to him because he was Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. So naturally, Adam's family. Yo, that's why I thought of yeah, yeah. Raul Julia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was just the ultimate. He he took Spanish acting to the American culture, and it was it was beautiful, you know. Um, second will come uh, <clears throat> George Carlin. Oh, yeah, George Carlin. Yeah. Legend, sarcasm, legendary. Realism, sarcasm. Richard Pryor. Oh, come on. Half yeah. Puerto Rican, so I got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you messed me up with that when you said that. And before, Real. and, and Real. you know, be, before you before you finish up, I do want to say something about George Carlin. When we was just talking about about being interesting. George Carlin was the epitome of that. Come on, because George Carlin, he was funny. But he was more like he was he was fascinated in me. Like I wouldn't sometimes I wouldn't be laughing, but yeah. he'd be saying of some of the realest shit you ever yeah. heard, man. You learned, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I love George Carlin. You teach a lesson, yeah. yeah. Raul Julia, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, right. so far. You got two more. Raul Julia. George Lopez. George Lopez, come on man. I think he's one of the most underrated comedians ever. That black and brown comedy get down, mm-hmm. you have to get in. And he takes it to the edge. Man. When he does the impression of his mother that she doesn't like certain people coming in their house and shit. Yeah. That's he's taking it to the edge. That's, That's true. If you write it the right way, you can get away with it. You get great laughs because it's real. Man. Mm-hmm. You go, you go. This, yeah. this is real as it can be. Number five, that's a tough one, man. There's so many. Yeah. This Five is always the hardest one. Here, it's like a rotating. But we, you just got his wrong buzzword. Raul Julia. George Carlin, Richard, Richard Pryor, and George Lopez. Two Georges. Two Jorge's. Two Jorge's. <laughs> Two Jorge's. <laughs> well, that's the Mount Rushmore. If right, you right. 50, you, don't, you don't have Yeah, to, if you can think of one. That's but... the Mount Rushmore, so. Yeah, fifth one, man. That's a tough one. Because I think you just need to mention, you mentioned like five or ten after that, you know, because there's so many, but it's so your, your list. It's your list. There's so many. The impressionists, I'm sure there's an impressionist out there I'm missing, but. Like Rich Little was, you know, people don't talk about him. You talking about impressionists? Well, uh, there's a female impressionist. Gotta throw a female in my lap. I'll watch more. Some girl power in there. <laughs> I like how you write. Girl power. Yeah, yeah. Females are funny too. A lot of guys bash on women, but women are awesome on stage. I'm Think fucking about funny. You got Miles Mabley. Yeah. I'm fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. Red body. Miss funny. You tapped into the full disclosure show, y'all. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dastardly, and the little lady of the house, Miss Lisa Lisa. What's up, Tom Tom? Special guest, my main man, not big, not little, medium Marcus, y'all. Marcus, ladies and gentlemen, in the building. Boogie down Bronx. That's right. 
So we're gonna. So we're gonna go ahead and slide on into this. <laughs> Freddie said you're trying to sound too sexy. <laughs> I told Jimmy come in with that. Yeah. I thought it was just me. He like, yeah. So uh, yeah, Shadow don't come around now. He all of a sudden he's sexy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You better be okay. regular. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, uh, I started telling like jokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you like that to the knee again? You know, he over here licking his lips like he's cool guy. Right. Sitting in his tank top and underwear and shit. <laughs> I just want to say that. Okay. <laughs> hey, what Aaron Spears say? I like to rub ice cream on my chest and let the cream drip, drip down to my genitals. Aaron <laughs> 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 Spears, you're talking about a freshness. That's, that's yeah. probably Aaron number five. Aaron Spears, yeah, man. Number six. No, no, I yeah. got to leave my lady in there. That's out of me. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name. She was in this room. She mastered questions. Really? Stupid, silly back in the day. Yeah. I mean, man, man, I love Joan Rivers, man. People, people don't mention her anymore. Yeah. Nice and offensive. Oh, you know what? Rest in peace, Debo. We lost Debo this week. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. 2020. <laughs> okay. That's a new thing. I told you, you get 2020. Anytime somebody happened to you, you say, hey, I, I got 2020. Rumor has it he had COVID and then came back. That's what I heard. Yeah, no, I heard it was COVID that came back. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, dude. Well, we're going to go ahead and slide into the social media post of the week, Dick Dashley. All right, I'll be trying to think of that. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, while he was trying to think of the, the one comedian name. Go ahead and slide in. All right. Um, Charlie Pryor. Oh. Charlie <laughs> so, uh, I want to talk about the comment that's being attributed to Snoop Dogg. And uh, it's it's in the it's in the full disclosure group. I was trying to pull it up, but I can't find it right now. But basically, it said Snoop Dogg took offense to what Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion had to say on the song "Why," and it had the thing "Revolt TV" and it looked very official. Now, to my knowledge, it's fake. Now, I could be wrong. To my knowledge, it's fake. But when he said that, you know, you had a lot of you got a lot of. Reactions, because you're talking about the dude that made Jenna Juice. You talking right, about right. Well, you know bees ain't yeah. nothing but you know H's and tricks. You know yeah. you you talking about a dude that's slandered women early in his career. Who's grown up? He doesn't mm. do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he doesn't do it now, but he did do it when he was coming. So it's it spoke of hypocrisy. Now he did go on his IG page and he put, "Hey, I ain't say that." Their song is six times platinum. Why don't you talk about that, haters? That's what he okay, said. Okay, now what? This what did he say? So, what? What he, what he supposedly or what, what was, he supposedly said is that he was offended by it and that they should do better music. You know, they them being females, why are they doing such degrading music? Now, I has I have not heard the recording. See, now you got to hear the recording. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Roll the tape. Because everybody got a cell phone and they got the tape. But here's what he said. This is on his this is his Instagram page. I'll put it up here in the group. It said, uh, stop with the bullshit press. I love Cardi B and May. Music period point blank. And they know that I'm in full support of female MC's movement. So stop trying to make me a hater. You F D H I don't know B. <laughs> now carry on before you get this LAD. <laughs> is that F? That, that's like uh, a six times platinum. Talk about that. 100. What's that? <laughs> UF. That's that funky dog head bitch. That, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. That, yeah. that funky dog head bitch. Funky dog head bitch. As soon as I said it, you got it. 
So, now, that's, now that's coming from Snoop himself. I, you see that? This is Snoop's official mm-hmm. Instagram page. So I don't know where that yeah. other one came from. The other one credited Snoop with saying that he was offended by them talking about WAP and all this other stuff, and they should do better. Female, and she should do better. Lisa, since you, and I know you're the guest, but I like to hear Lisa's take on yeah. something like that. Um. Well, we know he didn't say it. And that's why it's hard to be uh, getting your information off social media. Say you understand? Again. Because they show you fake news for whatever reason. They decided to put some bullshit on Snoop. You know what I'm saying? So, first off, that Snoop, that what, he, what they said he said was just bullshit. Yeah. And as some of the posts were saying, like, you know, like you was the one who was saying this and saying that. But to his credit, at that time, you say and do things that you may not say now in your older years, and you may not be proud that you said. Say that. You know what I'm saying? When you get older. So, you know what I'm saying? The dude grew up and he changed his language. You know what I'm saying? So, to his credit, he has changed his language, but like you said, he didn't say it. You know what I'm So, that's yeah. why we got to start facting. Fact checking before we just preach post something on Facebook or you just see something on Facebook, you just read it. Hallelujah. Even if you read it, you still gotta back check, you still gotta fact check and background check because the shit just be bullshit a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? saying whatever you want, baby, you can't. And that's why when I see something on Facebook, I be waiting. You know, it's a lot of times I'll see somebody post something, but I didn't seen it a couple of days ago. But I'm waiting until I see it on the news. Let me read a couple more articles. Let me dig it out. And it's a shame that it has to be that way because if you put it out there, it's supposed to be for knowledge, but you're giving us bullshit knowledge. So you say Junebug.com might not be the best uh, resource. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a strong one. Medium Marcus. Yeah, well, on that topic, I mean, there, there's a chapter in, for everything, every type of music, every type of, you know, that's meant for strip clubs, and it just hit the radio. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. You know, you got to have that type of music in strip clubs. It's going to make men, you know, want to tip more and make them more, you know, aroused toward the women. You need, what are you going to play? Some stupid-ass music? You, you need some mm-hmm. wop music to make... That, yeah, that's sexual, that type of know? culture, sexual culture. You sound like an expert in this, uh, <laughs> in this arena. Uh, uh, I, 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 I have to listen to that watch song. <laughs> Dissecting the That's my jam. That's my jam. <laughs> you know, don't you hate when you know a lyric from it? <laughs> <laughs> Come with me, swallow me. Oh, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. That was a match Park that this little garage. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like, that's awesome. You hate yourself. That's There's some holes in this. Actually, yeah. that comes from the percolator. It's right. time for the percolator. You know, it's time for the percolator. That's, a, that's our generation. There's been sexually explicit songs since the beginning of So music. many, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's just now, back then, it wasn't, you had to sneak and buy it, and then when you listen to it, you listen to it real low, and yeah. you put it up so yep. nobody can see it. Yep. But now everybody is like, I don't care, come look at my walk. Yep. Yep. Not only well, do I have one, I want to show you yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's just out there in the open, so now it's, <gasps> Oh my God! Right. Send me you all those white pictures because I need to destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's the same. It's the same with comedy. 
You know what I mean? When I go back to, like, like I said, Ray listen Moore. to old Rudy Ray Moore and Lenny Bruce and, Richard you know what Moore. I mean? Them yeah, guys, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing, you Bilby. know? Yeah, and, and, and it was like they were cussing and what they were saying, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, oh, my goodness, like, my, you know, you get caught listening to that. I mean, this is, we grown, man. I mean, we yeah. everybody's adults and, and even, you know, so, but, uh, you know, Shout out to Big Snoop, man, Uncle Snoop, yeah, yeah. who has re, re, reinvented himself so, and become an icon. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I love Snoop. He's one. He's my top three dudes. To, if I get a chance to smoke with, I want to smoke with Snoop. <laughs> he's in you commercials. Know I mean? He was Martin Yeah, Stewart. I mean, it's amazing to see what he's done. And yeah. and you know, and I say it's crazy because that you you wanted to do this because I've seen people like three people share this article, and I'm sure. You know, and I'll go back, and I even commented, because I commented and I said, you know, Snoop, you know, this is what Snoop was doing when he was there at. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and I, then I said, I purposely it was like, well, I need to go and read the comments. I said, you know what I mean? I, I want to read the actual comment yeah. or what he said, and if it's, and he did say what he said. It's but, yeah, you know. And it's like, you know, I know when I get in my 40s, 50s, I would look back on things when I was in my early 30s. Hell, now I'd be like, damn, I said that? Mm. Even now, when I look back on our earlier years in the show, yeah. there's going to be things I'm like, ooh, damn, I can't believe I said that. I shouldn't have yeah. said that. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Now that I've learned, mm. I've read, I've studied, I've researched, and I've got different ideas. I got, I've learned things. So now when I thought and. 2018-19 is not the same when I'm going to be thinking about in 2020-21 and if I've shown that I've grown and learned then give me that credit and stop looking at me like I like I was can we get some class for her for that one because that's what they're going to do that's perfect because they're going to try to cancel you for something we said now they're going to try to cancel us 10 years from now and it's crazy too man because you know, people want to complain about all these, they saying this and saying that, and then I'd be going back and listening to Chronic. And I was like, damn, we was ratchet. To, we, yeah. was ratchet. Yeah. we was ratchet. We was ratchet as shit. You look at the yeah. old concerts. I'd be uncomfortable like, it ain't no whole. You know, I'd be like, like, damn. I see, <laughs> I seen this post, and I cannot think of the lady's, not, the lady's name, and I wish I could think of it because it was on top of my head. But it was a singer. She was an older singer. It was like my mama's generation. And she was doing a concert. Well, she's walking up to the guy in the concert. And he's with his girl. She's rubbing all on his dick on, on, in the concert. You know what I'm saying? So what's the difference between that and, and why? Now, one thing I do think is that sometimes I do feel like certain things shouldn't go on TV yeah. because kids see them and you can and you can yeah. say oh well don't let your kids see it but that's not reality your right. kids are going to see it whether they see it at your house grandma's yeah. house cousin's house sister's house so, best yeah. friend's house so I do think that think there should be a better censorship on TV things. you know right. but hey real quick Tom Tom said Derek I think you could hang with Snoop. Puff, puff, pass. You know he probably smoked me out, but uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, he said only Willie Nelson, the only one to smoke around. That's what you need to be trying yeah, to hang. Yeah. Cheech and Chong or Willie Nelson. So, uh, but but yeah, like we all have said embarrassing things. Let them have their time. They'll grow. Right. They're not gonna be. You think when they fifty, they gonna want to get up and sing? What? That stuff. <laughs> they gonna be like, like uh-huh, girl, I'm saying. Like, just like Madonna. You know, she had chapters in all of her music. Yeah. Different types of women she was, you know. 
She went from like a virgin. Janet Jackson. People don't allow Janet people Janet to grow. Jackson did the same thing. People don't allow people to grow. People always <laughs> right. keep you in that in that version of their of yourself or whatever yep. their perception of you is, whether mm-hmm. that's a bad perception or a negative perception. And nope. don't do nothing negative. <laughs> Jesus right. fucking Christ, if you do something negative, you're gonna be that negative person for the rest of your life. Hey, real quick, yeah. Gene Miller. Said y'all look like y'all on a hood view. <laughs> we like we the view, the hood view people. Laugh my ass off. Hey man, I saw what you did for my man. I ain't gonna put his business out there, but that's beautiful. Y'all go see Gene Miller. If you need a car and you want something yeah. brand new, he gonna get you off them skates and put you in something nice, baby. I'm trying to tell you. I got a brand new truck thanks to Gene Miller. Sure. Beautiful. I owe him Beautiful. He's Big a, boy truck too, boy. I'm yeah. in there like, ooh. Longhorn. I gotta work a little harder. Secret message in there. Yeah. I thought it was, <laughs> look, I thought it was a big horn, but you see, he threw the love. See, he been sending codes to you women. Yeah. He is not sexy in real life, ladies. <laughs> Don't you believe all this sexiness you're seeing right here? <laughs> this is fake. This is a camera trick. Uh, yeah, right. They set him next to me to make him look real good looking. See how they did that? Whatever. <laughs> Uh, hey, Freddie said Gene got him right too. Hey, man, Gene be hooking people yeah, up. Yeah, we, we get we we go we gonna have you on the show, on the bro. No doubt. Wow, man, y'all yep. go check him out. Chrysler man. G. Gene Miller, Chrysler G. Gene Miller. Go check out Gene Miller. You, you gotta say Eugene because you say Gene, they're like who? Oh, Eugene. Oh, now, oh, you mean you Eugene? Government, huh? What Gene that? Gene, I feel like I'm in the scene for the penitentiary. Gene, a do Gene. That guy that I probably told, he probably went around like this guy showed up. He called him Gene. Gene, he called him Gene. That was. Hey, he's another funny comic. And we got we got another funny comic in here right now, y'all. And I can't stay longer tonight. We we had a little technical technical difficulties. It's my birthday. I appreciate it. He said I got 78 Pinto for sale right now. I gotta get that. That's it. You got a Vega. You got a Vega. I'm there. What's up, Robert Mark? It's a collector. My dude, Robert Mark. I'm gonna need me a Grimlin. So, I just want to say this, man. I don't mean to uh, commandeer, but I'm about to do a show. I'm going on. I'm just gonna do a few minutes, and then I know my man, Little Daddy, over there. Y'all don't see him, but Little Daddy here, y'all. The Titty Man is in the house. He's my AA sponsor, so I'm gonna drink to that. Yeah, shot in the air for a birthday. Real will. quick, I want to say, uh, boy, yeah. I want to say, healing vibes to my mother. My mother has COVID nineteen, but she's doing okay. Uh, my sister, I ain't gonna put my family business out there, but my mother doing well. And I, you know what, I want to say, get well uh, to the comedian Sinbad. Sinbad has been sick for a while. He had a stroke. But he's doing much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. And we always talk about funny comedians. Yeah. That guy is Hilarious. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. clean and he's brilliant. Yeah, we love you, Sinbad. We, we send the healing vibes out. So anybody having family suffering, um, going through something, we love y'all. I'm sending my love out. You know, uh, spend, if you want to send me birthday wishes, send those people well wishes. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate all the love. I didn't mean to take over for that, that second, but... You know, we ain't got too much time. So Veronica Thornton said, Happy birthday. Freddie B said, Go in there and say, Where is red? Nothing about ice. And again, man, we want to thank Medium Marcus for coming and sitting in with us. Make sure y'all check out the Epic Radio Station, man. And there's a real good brother, one of the coolest guys out of Network Wick out here doing his comedy thing. All love all day. Want to thank y'all for tapping in with us, man, and uh, appreciate the love. Appreciate it all day. Uh, 
Make sure y'all come out with us on Valentine's Day, man, yeah. for the comedy. Uh-oh. Yes, and then the comedy finals. Janky promoters, you know Little what I mean? It's going down. We bring home, we bring home a championship, baby. Yeah, we got three finals. Yes, we got three finals. Somebody won the championship right here. We got home a championship, no, baby. The look, team, the team is going in. The team is going in. Hey. All love out there, man. Tell the people in your show. life you love no, them. We ain't gonna come out show. Tomorrow is not promised to anybody, y'all. Happy birthday, Dick Dashley. It's all love all day. Peace. Peace. Stay royal. Thank y'all. Right. Appreciate the love, y'all.